guys, welcome to Carolina Home Podcast. My name is Aaliyah Pronto and I am here with Mr. Chip Harris. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Good, good. So we are just two realtors here with a passion for the Carolinas, especially North Carolina, since that's what we call home. Yes. Right, and we just wanted to, again, thank you for spending some time with us. And we are sponsored by Hillcrest Realty Group. You do that so well. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> I should. All right, so let's let's start out with some trivia. Yeah. So as we know, right, or as you know, everybody knows here in this office, I am loving Our State Magazine. Yeah, you right? love Our State I have, Magazine. I have read it, subscribed to it, follow it, whatever, right? So it's, it's a good read. It really is. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it teaches me how to be a tourist in my own state. I think it's awesome. Which is a lot of fun. Yeah. And right? I like it because it talks about food places, eating places. Bless. It gives me ideas of where to go eat. Bless. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. Well, I'm going to have to. I don't know. We might have to fit our, fit our Southern saying in here, too. Let me just see. Oh, I don't know. All right. I'm going to see if I can't squeeze it in later, but I'm not going to tell you which one it is yet. All right. All right. So here is our trivia. First, before we hit that, I want to introduce, we do have a special guest with us, Miss Ashley Brimson. Yes. Hello. Hey, Ashley. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. Ashley is a realtor at Hillcrest Realty Group like we are and uh, has a wealth of knowledge about real estate and about the triad in general is from High Point and grew up here in High Point in the triad area and so we brought her in today to have uh, somebody else to give a different perspective yeah. on real estate. Well, thank yeah. you. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We're excited to have you my friend. What's that trivia question? All right here we go. You ready? Yeah. All right now this one's going to be a little, little on the easy side for us but not everybody is aware. I know. That's All right. right. So countless students have ridden to and from school in a Thomas built bus. Yes. Right. Have you seen them driving down the highway? Of course. All the time, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So Thomas is one of the leading makers of school buses in North America, in North America and is located in which Piedmont city. Okay. So here's a reminder for our uh, people that may not live here, but Piedmont triad is made up of Winston Salem, High Point and Greensboro. So those are your three options, and I know this is an easy one for us. I know, I know, I know, I know. Can I say? Can yeah, I say? Easy. Go, okay, go, go. okay. High point. <laughs> and you know, it's also I think they have operations in Thomasville too, which is right outside of High Point. But I have a fun fact. You do, do you? I got to tour the Thomasville buses factory when I did leadership High Point a long, really? long time ago. Yeah, that was one of our little bus tops, and they they gave us a tour and told us about things and. You know, I got to see the big paint booth where they're painting all the yellowish orange school buses. And That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Really neat. And, you know, um, we have two realtors at Hillcrest Realty Group who have spouses who work at Thomasville Buses. Do we really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Emily Zimmerman and Mary Metcalf. Oh, looky yeah. there. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, uh, you, uh, Ashley... Um, being from High Point, uh, probably know a lot about Thomas Built Buses. I guess, did you, do you remember when you were in elementary school? Did you ride a Thomas Built Bus? I did not. I was one of those kids that went to a private school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got, you got the, the mama bus. Yes, I had the mama bus. We had the, uh, the Honda Odyssey. Okay. So. <laughs> I rode the Thomas Built Bus, but I also rode, I think it was called Bluebird. They still make Bluebird buses? Yeah, but I think Bluebird was for general transportation, right? 
like field trips and such, maybe. Yeah. I, and maybe Bluebird was the camp bus I always took to camp, but I don't know, whatever. But you know, my ex, so here's another fun fact. So my mom actually used to be a school bus driver. Really? Mm. She did, yeah. So I yeah. actually, so here, <laughs> telling myself a little bit. So when she originally started driving, she could actually put me in my car seat behind her. Oh, in the school bus. And That's school so bus. awesome. At least she puts you in a car seat. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think they had seatbelts or anything. They don't. So what's they the still point don't. of a car seat? I know. Love you, mom. I know. They should just lay <laughs> lay the baby on the seat. You know, hope she doesn't roll just, off. Just put her up in the visor. No, I'm, just I'm so completely kidding. <laughs> that is so funny that they that at that point in time it was allowed. I guess. I mean, you know, we used to take trips in the station wagon and just roll around in the back the whole time. You know, we drive all the way to Disney World in the back of the station wagon just. Like laying around. Well, who I was talking to somebody about this the other day. You know, the station wagons where the seat faced backwards. Yes, you were talking to me about that because oh, those are pretty cool. Although you don't want to get in a wreck. Yeah, those. no, I was not allowed to ride in those, but yeah. I was allowed. No, yeah, I could ride in those, but I was not allowed to ride in the back of a pickup truck. Mm. Mm. Yeah, was, back of a pickup that truck. That was foreboding. Yeah, especially in the highway. That's tough, you know. But being a person who lives out in Davidson County, North Carolina. I see a lot of that still. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of is, that. Is that illegal? It's illegal. I it think. is. Yeah, okay. I don't think you're supposed to do it. But I see people put their dogs back there, and I always think oh. that's so cool. Oh. And, and I, I, they don't I, jump out. Well, but honestly, I'd rather them be able to jump out than be tethered. Oh, I don't even talk about it anymore. I love dogs. All right. <laughs> so, you know, kind of moving towards today's topic of uh, real estate. Yeah. Actually, we're talking about real estate today. We, sh we should all know something a little bit about that. And that's why we brought Ashley in because she has a lot of experience with us uh, at Hillcrest Realty Group. And what we want to focus on today is what should you as a consumer look for in a realtor? Yep. So, you know, we had some discussion before going live here yep. on the air and all had kind of differing opinions as realtors on what should be the number one priority consumers should look for in a realtor, I which I thought was interesting. It was interesting. So what I want to start focusing on, though, is what the National Association of Realtors suggests. Well, I think that's the, that's where the stats would be correct. Right. Yeah, they do all the polling of consumers after having used realtors, uh, either just having used one or used one in the past. And let's see what they have to say. Ashley has some statistics for us. Yes, I do. So the report that I have is National Realtors Association's annual report. They polled, um, I have no idea how many <laughs> you know, consumers, but 97% of the consumers said that the number one thing that they look for in their real estate agent is an honest and integral person. Yes. Well done. Yes. Well done. Yeah. Honesty and integrity. Yes. I Honesty love it. Honesty and integrity. Yes. I thought that was pretty good as she tried to do the integral. Integral. In, I'm not dry. Yeah, I See, know. She can hang with me. Yeah, thank you. We'll, we'll uh, bring you along. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that's my life story. So, yes. <laughs> so, and these are all, you know, really interesting qualities that I feel like every real estate agent out there should possess in some form or fashion. Absolutely. You know, they go down in various order. You know, you have your honesty and integrity there at the top. Mm -hmm. Next is responsiveness. What's the uh, What's the percentage of people that said responsiveness? 94%. Wow. Responsiveness. Mm -hmm. Well, that is important. I mean, if you have a question for your realtor, uh, they should probably call you back or text they you back. They probably should. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Some absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. And then, you know, it goes down from there. I think that these next things are just things that, you know, realtors learn in school. Sure. Knowledge of purchasing process, mm -hmm. you know, knowledge of the real estate market. Yes. Um, communication skills. Those are things we need to know. Those are biggies. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's a big one too, right? Because like we were talking before, every client is going to communicate in a different way. That's right. Right? And whether that's texting, email, voicemail. You in know, person. Some, yeah, in person. Sometimes it's, you know, how often, you know, do, do they want to be contacted? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, some people just want to kind of be left alone, yeah. you know, and then they'll reach out when they're ready. Right. So, you know, I, mean, I know one thing that we have all learned here, right, is how to, you know, sit down and have an actual heart-to-heart, -heart, you know, a consultation with our clients you know, what are you looking for? How can I help you? You know, and just putting that focus on them, right? What their needs are and bringing that education piece to it as well. I agree. And I think you, you mentioned a key word, consultation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we talk about at Hillcrest Realty Group, and I'm sure a lot of other firms kind of talk about the same thing. If they don't, they should, is, you know, we're not necessarily salespeople. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, they call us realtors for a reason. Yep. We're not real estate salespeople. Um, we're here to serve as a consultant mm -hmm. to our clients. And if we, if we have a servant's heart and a consultative manner in which we work uh, in an honest way yeah. with integrity, um, you know, we'll win, you yeah. know, our clients will win, we will win. And it's just a good experience. And uh, so I'm glad you mentioned that word. Well, yeah. And you know, yeah, go ahead, Ashley. Well, no, I was just thinking about this this morning as well after our conversation. Yeah. Um, because I have a couple buyers that I'm talking with for the first time today. Uh -huh. um, and I always felt like having a buyer's consultation is the most important step before going to look at any houses. And I feel like if your realtor that you've selected did not do a thorough consultation with you at first, mm -hmm. they're being more reactive instead of proactive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you're, you're basically blindfolding yourself and your clients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's important to get to know what each client wants, of course, and, and that's the case in any industry. Mm -hmm. That should be the case in anything. Um, reactive is never the right answer. It's being proactive and being uh, available to understand and learn and listen as much as you can from mm -hmm. the client. And, you know, that uh, it, whether you're in um, investment, like... Uh, I don't know, Edward Jones type of business, mm -hmm. or if you're in the insurance business, I mean, you should always just sit down and ask, ask some open-ended questions, right. I think. And I think that's, I'm glad you brought that up too. It's nice to put a face with a name too, so you're not just showing up at a property and you don't know who you're meeting or oh, that's what they scary look like. anyway. Well, that, that's a safety yeah. thing for it everybody. Is. Yeah, right. I agree for your clients and for, mm -hmm. or prospective clients and for Absolutely. us. So um, what was, uh, what was number three again? Number three was knowledge of the purchase process. Yeah, so Aaliyah had brought up prior to starting uh, the session, she felt like knowledge and experience was number one in her mind in terms of what consumers should look for. Um, and, and talk to us a little bit about your thoughts around that. Well, and you know, and when, when it's knowledge and experience, right? So it's not all like who has been in the business the longest, mm -hmm. right? To me, it's also somebody who's actually engaged in the business invested exactly yep. mm -hmm. right you know you're, you're doing this all the time you're researching the market you're you know you're, you're constantly learning you're constantly researching you know i think that's extremely important and very invaluable mm -hmm. because one thing you know that we do have here you know in the triad 
you know, like we said, mountain to sea trail, right? I mean, we go from mountains to beach, yep. you know, so, I mean, even here in the triad, we have a lot of different geography. Yeah. We have a lot of different, you know, I mean, a, a house in Asheboro is going to need to be looked at a little differently, you know, than a house, you know, in, in High Point. Yeah. Even. Or Mount Airy. Or, or Mount Airy, exactly, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, Winston's going to be different. So, mm-hmm. I mean, all these markets are going to be a little different and you've got to make sure you have somebody that's walking that path with you. Yes. Right, that can actually assist you, answer those questions, you know, and and get you the information that you need in a timely manner. And I'll tell you one of my big pet peeves too, and I've said this to every single client I've ever had, if I do not know the answer to a question that you have, you know what I'm gonna say? I'll get back with you. I don't know, but I'll find out. Yeah, absolutely, that's the right thing to say. Right? You know, I think a lot of people in this human nature to just, try to make something up and act like you know what you're talking about. And and no realtor, I don't care if you've been in the business for 30 years Mm -hmm. or three months, Mm -hmm. is going to know everything. Right. I mean, there there is always going to be a circumstance and a transaction or a question that comes up that's like, oh, you know, that stumped me. I've never had that come up before. Let me do some research and get back with you. Right. And, you know, I will say this too. One of, um, there's another agent here um, in our area and she really promotes you know, agents need to be able to speak with other agents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. so important. You know, agent. You know, it's interesting. People don't always realize this, but at least here, mm-hmm. we have a culture where real estate agents at other firms aren't necessarily competitors. Right. They're more co-workers, right. even though they work for a totally different company and probably represent the other side of any transaction we're dealing with with them. Rapport. Uh, professionalism and just good character and good spirit of negotiation, positivity, positivity is um, is so important because we have to work with each other and cooperate from a real estate perspective with each other uh, so intricately so that all of our clients are served the best. Right. And so, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up too. That's really important. Well, and you know, it's, it's in the term, right? Broker. Broker. Right? That's right. We're brokering a deal on behalf of somebody, but there's a broker on both sides of the transaction. And man, doesn't it help to know and understand that you you know as the real estate agent and as a client, you know that your real estate agent knows the other agent pretty well. Right. I mean, that that helps a little bit. So being in the business a little while and establishing a positive, very good reputation with your peer group outside of your own firm is extremely important and very beneficial to clients. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I I think, you know, the best thing is whenever you have a client, you submit an offer on a property, the listing agent's like, I loved working with that agent. Right. Yeah. You know, they're, they're such a good agent. And I, weren't you telling me the other day, was it you that was saying that the agent was like, we need to work with this agent because yeah. she knows she knows what she's doing and, yeah. and yeah. she's such a pleasure to work with. She's easy to work with. Yeah. yeah. And that's so important, right? Because everybody <clears throat> has to understand we're all trying to get to the same goal. That's right. Right. That's right. Right. And then you also have to be able to represent your client as well because your client's goal might change midway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've still got to be able to protect those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, in in today's world, especially how important is this? I mean, you and I, we we all know Mm -hmm. that. And and now if a consumer has had any experience in the real estate world in the last one or two years, 
things are very competitive. Very. And, and so if you're looking at a particular price point in a particular area and you're making an offer on a house with your real estate agent, you may know that there may be 20, 30 other offers on that same property yes, because sir. it's so competitive and inventory is so low. So what an advantage it is to have a realtor who makes an offer on your behalf and has worked with the other realtor in the past, mm -hmm. the listing agent realtor in the past, and that listing agent can go to bat with their seller and actually say, yes, this is a good offer. We've got a lot of good offers, but I know mm -hmm. I've worked with Ashley Brimson before. Mm -hmm. This transaction will go smoothly. She knows what she's doing and, and it will be a less cumbersome transaction potentially than dealing with a broker. I don't know. Right. But you know, it's just, it's so rapport among other real estate agents is so important. And I hope consumers, I want consumers to know that. I mean, they, they do. Right. I mean, I think they do definitely need to know that yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do y'all want to know what was the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. What's okay. the bottom? The bottom of the list for the things that people thought were most important when selecting their realtor was knowledge um, and skills with technology. Can you believe that? You know, that, that is... That makes me happy. <laughs> it, it makes me happy. You know, you know it makes me happy. I had to figure out how to turn my phone off. Have you figured out how to turn the ringer on your phone? No, no. I mean, I, I actually <laughs> set my phone in another room when we're doing this because I look at my phone and I'm like, how do I keep it from ringing while we're doing this? And so I take it into another, a whole other room and Aaliyah just laughs at me. But that's me. So knowing that technology and the importance of technology is dead last on this NAR list, is fantastic for me. So actually 8% of consumers that were polled said that it is absolutely of no importance to them whatsoever if their agent knows anything about technology. <laughs> Do you know why I think that is though? What? Everybody else is so good at technology. Maybe. You think? Maybe. I do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like who? <laughs> My clients. <laughs> well, yeah, like con consumers are savvy with technology now. You know, what we offer from a technology perspective to them is important because it's search engine op opportunities yep. to look for homes. Uh, obviously, we want to market homes effectively through all channels, uh, both physical and virtual. You know, but in reality, there are so many platforms out there. See, that's the thing. That right? consumers can just figure it out a lot of times. And that's what I tell a lot of people too, and I'm not going to name names. I'm sure people can probably plug in the various websites that are currently flowing through my head. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I, I tell my clients all the time, like, I, I really don't care and don't mind what tools or resources you use as long as you're comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I'm, we're, we're going to use the systems that I need to help you. Yeah. But I mean, as my husband says, you do you boo, you know, you do you boo. <laughs> well, I always tell people that it, all those different websites and everything, I mean, they can choose any website to look at from a search perspective on home searches, as long as it starts with hillcrestrealtygroup.com. There you go. <laughs> that was a shameless. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding around. It was, it was very well place though. It was. I have to I say. I thought you were going in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. All oh, right. So, you know, last you know, and you know what too? Uh, there are a lot of real estate firms, large real estate firms in the country that actually operate internationally that tout technology as their number one asset to yeah. clients. So it's interesting that those, some of these other firms, 
see that as the number one priority mm -hmm. when the National Association of Realtors poll of consumers says that's the dead last priority. Well, that's interesting. Know, and, to me. Well, and I, piggybacking off that, you know, that's actually one of the reasons I came to Hillcrest Realty. Mm. Okay. You know, was, you know, I mean, we have the technology, you know, everybody has, you know, yeah. most people, you know, have the technology. So just because we're not masters at it doesn't mean we don't have access to it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, having that, that honesty and that integrity and that need to help the, the client, you know, to, to love on the client, you know, what do you need? How can I help you? What is your timeline? Not mine, not, not how many, you know, sales do I need in order to, you know, hit a certain number or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's easy here. It's that consultative process, yeah. the consultative process. And, you know, this isn't a sales pitch, obviously for Hillcrest Realty Group, but this, that is our sponsoring company. Mm -hmm. And we, and that's what we know. Yes. But we've all worked for different companies, different firms in the past, and uh, we can speak to those as well. Nothing wrong with them with Absolutely. Them at all. I mean, we, there are a lot of good realtors at a lot of different companies out there. And uh, my biggest plug to consumers is you need us. I mean, it was a yeah. lot of people feel like, oh, I can handle it. I can handle it. And they can. I they mean, can in a lot of ways. Until you can't. Exactly. And I don't know how many phone calls I've gotten from acquaintances or even people I don't know mm -hmm. who listed their own home for yep. sale, which is fine. Um, got into a circumstance or situation that they were a little bit over their heads yeah. in terms of knowledge and what do I do now kind of situation and, and called me for advice. Of course, I want to give it to them and help them any way I can. Yes, can. But, you know, sometimes we're worth it. You yeah. know, I, I think we're worth it almost all the time. You know, something kind of interesting. Um, so I learned this, you know, we have to take continuing education classes yep. every right? year. Every year. Mm -hmm. And in one of these classes, this was years ago. Did you know that for sale by owners are held to the same standards that we are when it comes to representing their property? Absolutely. Yeah. And they can be in a lot of legal trouble mm -hmm. if they don't document correctly in terms of what they're supposed to provide to potential buyers. Yep. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a pitfall spot out there. It is. It is. I mean, especially in this market, you know, it's, it's really easy to just, you know, I'm going to stick a sign in the yard. I'm just going to see how it goes. Yeah. And I, I wish everybody well, that does that, yep. but you know, I'm going to give my own little shameless plug. You know, if, if you do get stuck, you know, re reach out to us. Yeah, call us. Call us. We're here to help any way we can. Uh, we're not always. We're, we're we're not we're not in it for us. We're in it for the consumer. And if we go into it with that servant's heart attitude, we will be fine. Yeah, we will. We'll make a living. We'll be fine. We just want to make sure that uh, people that we're serving, whether they're our clients or not have accurate information yeah. and, and don't get themselves in hot water. Yep. If, if we can help. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. So, you know, kind of shifting a little bit from real estate, and this is kind of a heavy topic today, which is kind of cool, but I, this is what we love talking about. You know, we forgot to ask, ask Ashley what she's loving today. Oh, oh what am I loving? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I'll stare at her. I know. That's right. Put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, honestly, the weather. Yes. I mean, we're, we're in the middle of, I guess, spring. All right. Yeah. 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 April 21st. Are, are we going to get our 15th winter tonight? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. It's supposed to get cold tonight and tomorrow night. Have a freeze warning tonight. But uh, uh, honestly, you know, my plans for this weekend, we are, we're getting out into the little patio area and cleaning it up. Yep. We're going to put together our vegetable garden for the year. Um, 
my daughter and I are just, we're loving being outdoors. We're loving going on hikes. You love the outside. I do. Yeah, you're an outdoors lady. I am. Yeah. The avid fisherman. Yes. Fisherwoman. Yes. So. Fisher. I think. Fisher person. Fisherman? I don't know. Uh, we'll say fisherman. Oh, What's your favorite kind of fishing? Trout fishing. Mountain trout. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Is that trout. Like fishing? Yes. See, I, I'm going to try to get her to get me out there. So, I would. I I'm kind of afraid I'm going to slip and bust my butt. Well. Because no. I'm really good at that. Then I'd be afraid I'd laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? Honesty and integrity. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> We're all friends here. <laughs> That's funny. No, yeah, just don't fill your waders up with water. That might be trouble. Oh, I would that, assume. That would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> get a little wet. Well, that's that that how I catch fish. What you might be in your waders? In your waders. <laughs> that's not a bad way to catch a fish. I'm talented. Yeah, it sounds like something Don Knotts would do on an Andy Griffith show. <laughs> oh, you and your Andy Griffith. I love Andy Griffith. Yeah. We mentioned Mount Airy earlier. It made me hungry for Snappy Lunch. Oh, yeah. The famous pork chop sandwich at Snappy Lunch, as mentioned on the Mayberry, uh, at, on the Andy Griffith show. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And he ties it back. Are, we, uh, are we taking a road trip to Mayberry oh, like, for lunch today? I, what are we doing? Well... <laughs> Snappy closes at 1.45. I know that by heart because I, I don't love know. the place. I don't think we can make it today, but but I'm feeling a field trip in the next few days to Snappy Lunch in Mount Airy. All right, all right. And by the way, they serve their sandwiches. If you don't designate a way to serve it, the pork chop comes with the Carolina-style slaw, chili, mustard. All right, now, hang on. Okay, when you sit now, all right. When you say the Carolina style slaw, yeah, are well, you talking creamy or red? It's white. Okay. It's white slaw. Yeah, like mayonnaise based slaw, which I like better than the red vinaigrette sauce anyway, or slaw anyway. But the moral of the story is like a Carolina burger. Yeah, Carolina burger, slaw, chili, mustard. I don't like stuff like that. So I'm a lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise kind of guy. So I get my snappy pork chop sandwich with lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and while I'm there. It's an hour to drive there, yeah. right? I mean, it's like from where we live, it's an hour it's to get okay. there. Oh, it's a beautiful drive, and it's a relaxing drive, too, and it's getting into the foothills of the mountains of North Carolina. And Mount Airy's a pretty little town, too, but I have to eat two because I have to make it work the trip, <laughs> you know, and that's a big sandwich. So, But my wife's always like, you can eat two of those things? Well, I've got to make it worth the hour drive there, hour drive back. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> how, about, how about I get one? And you get one, and I'll give you half of my one. As long as it has lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can split one. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll eat two. And then you can still get your two. I think that's the way to go. I don't think I've ever had a pork chop sandwich. I've never had a pork chop sandwich. Oh. You know, Country Barbecue here in town, they're in Greensboro and High Point. Country Barbecue has an awesome pork tenderloin biscuit in the morning. Hmm. Fan. Freaking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just, Why do we always go back to food? I don't know. We were talking about real estate like two minutes ago, and I don't know. We ended up on food somehow. Food is a passion of mine as well because we like food. <laughs> we do like some food. I don't eat a whole lot of breakfast though, so. But I did have their ribs the other day, Country Barbecue okay. up on Main Street. Was it good? Oh man, they're so good. I've never had their ribs. Yes, their ribs are excellent. I know their barbecue's good. They're, they have really good uh, barbecue chicken, like mm-hmm. baked rotisserie type mm-hmm. chicken with a really neat sauce. Uh, dip they put with it it's you know really who does a really good dip who um help me big ass chicken pit mm-hmm. no oh well, no, i need to eat there big ass chicken pit no the barbecue right up the right up the way 
Oh. Okay, uh, please. Sweet old you bills. Stop. Okay, I'm stopping talking. Sweet old bills. Sweet old bills. Sweet old bills. Okay, see. Wow, look at all these restaurants within like walking slash driving distance. And that was all us. barbecue too. And it's all barbecue. Like, all of those are on the way to my house. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, just, you know, we just, you know, hit them all the way down. No, but they do, what is it? It's a, a Alabama white sauce. Yes. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I haven't heard that. I haven't oh, tried it yet. It's good. It's it like a mayonnaise based. Mm. Silent. That's interesting. It. It's Very like different. Spiced mayonnaise. It's really good. Anything with mayo and butter. Yeah. Ooh. You know, I'm. Totally digressing here, but we're talking about different types of barbecue sauce and styles and stuff. The most unique barbecue sandwich I've ever eaten in my life was in Gastonia, North Carolina, which is about, it's right outside of Charlotte, on the western side of Charlotte, right across the river, as they'd say, the river. And uh, it's, a, it's a place called R.O.'s, R.O.'s Barbecue, R.O. Like the letters. Letters R.O. R.O.'s Barbecue and... You'll just, I can't even describe the taste of it. It's very, very good, but so different than what we're used to here. Yeah, you're going to have to give me something. Gosh. It's almost like they mix in, like, you know, Big Mac special sauce. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they've got, tables. yeah, something like that mixed into the barbecue, that but tangy a little bit. Yeah, kind of. And it, I think that's mm. similar to what I would describe it to. It's like mm -hmm. a creamy Lexington style. Kind of, right? yeah, it is creamy. It's 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 kind of creamy consistency, but it's a delicious sandwich. It's just totally different, you know. So it doesn't matter where you are in North Carolina. Everybody has their style of barbecue, and it's more than just Eastern and Western style barbecue, which is a topic for a next. Uh, yeah, for, for a next, we've got that another up. episode. Yeah, that's exciting barbecue. Exactly. Should we do a taste test? Oh, I'll, hey, before we do that podcast, we're gonna definitely go on trips, and we're gonna eat some barbecue. Oh yeah, I'm alright with that. Eat some Q. So until we talk about barbecue on another episode, always remember to tune into the Carolina Home Podcast. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you.